You are listening to Genuine Chit Chat. This show is for real. Hello there, guys, and welcome to another episode of Genuine Chit Chat. This week, I am joined by Jamie of the Talking Dad UK podcast. Now, some of you may already have heard of the Talking Dad UK podcast. It is a really, really cool podcast. I think I've mentioned it a few times on the show, uh, but I actually appeared on episode 21 of that podcast. So if you want to listen to my appearance on Jamie's show, I've included a link to that in the description. It can be found anywhere that you're listening to Genuine Chit Chat. So yeah, check that out. Um, But in a little bit of detail of what we talk about. So Jamie starts by talking about the premise of his show and why he started it. uh, And then we talk about randomly our mutual love of religious architecture, like churches and things. And then we talk about cemeteries for a short while Uh, and then we talk about the sort of the bulk of the conversation which is why or how many men aren't comfortable discussing their emotions and things Uh, and then we talk about having long-form conversations getting guests for the show and then towards the end we talk about music so you know they're really broad strokes of the conversation that we have but it's a lot of fun there's a lot to get your teeth into here and uh, yeah I had so much fun talking with Jamie he's such a nice guy and you know I just want to get as many of you listeners over to his podcast as well uh, because he really does deserve it. So aside from that, guys, obviously check out the details in the show notes or description or whatever you're listening to it, whatever the relevant name of the text that goes along with the show is, uh, because I've included links to Jamie's website, as well as some of his merchandise, which is quite cool, uh, as well as his social media, and obviously my appearance on his show, because why not? But aside from that, guys, you know, just check for the show notes anyway, because there's always information on the previous episode, uh, additional information on this episode, previous episodes I've done, all kinds of stuff is in there. I take a lot of time doing them, so... um. With that in mind, guys, I'll leave you to listen to my conversation with Jamie, and then I'll be back at the end to give you guys some more insight on what's coming up over the rest of the year, and a few other bits and pieces here and there too. So thank you as always for listening, guys. I appreciate you, and I'll talk to you guys at the end. So I give you Jamie of Talking Dad UK. Welcome to Genuine Chit Chat, where we have honest conversations with interesting people, and I'm your host, Mike Burton. And there we go. I have pressed record. So I am here today uh, with Jamie uh, from the Talking Dad podcast. And we spoke because you very kindly had me on your podcast um, a few weeks ago now, I think it aired. um, And I'll include a link in the show notes and whatnot. Um, And we had such a delightful conversation. We thought, let's have another one on my show. And the last time we spoke was a a big mixed bag of things. Obviously, the common theme of your show was... um, it's called Talking Dad. That's fairly self-explanatory, you know, being a dad and fatherhood and those sort of things. So why don't you explain a little bit more and expand on that of uh, why you started the podcast and, well, yeah, what it's generally about for anyone who hasn't already uh, checked out our conversation. Yeah, well, hello. The return, <laughs> the return leg. Um, <laughs> yeah, I started the Talking Dad UK podcast in January. It was something I'd, I'd had a bit of an idea of doing something along these lines five years ago when we had our first son, just obviously going through that process of, of sort of pregnancy with my wife and um, just sitting sitting in uh, outside, you know, sitting in maternity wards and that kind of thing while my wife goes for all the appointments hmm. and just thinking to myself, there's not really a great deal of information or just things for dads to look at and read. And, you know, unless you went and bought parenting books and all that kind of a little bit old fashioned stuff. Um, and, you know, we, we kind of had sort of ideas that, that of how we were going to do things anyway, but I don't think anybody really knows and nobody can tell you and nothing prepares you really for when you actually start. So mm. yeah, and I, I didn't do anything with it at that time, five years ago, obviously COVID hit, we were in lockdown. A couple of my friends actually started their own podcast 
I know something they had been sort of, or one in particular, been really interested in doing, but wasn't quite sure how they were going to do it just on his own. And, and he just got together with a couple of mates. And uh, I was listening to theirs last year. I thought, you know what? I listen to a lot of podcasts and how difficult can it be? <laughs> I'm I'm uh, I'm in the middle of a, a sort of lockdown and we had some house renovations going on when my wife was pregnant with our second. And um, I just thought, you know what? Let's just uh, do a Talking Dad podcast. I'll, I'll initially sort of meet up and, and do Zoom chats with all the dads I know, whether it be friends, family, and then uh, from there we'll just see how see how it progresses. And uh, it's 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 opened up quite well. I've had chats with people that I've only sort of met through social media, mm. um, dad bloggers, and things like that. You know, people I've come across that have followed me or I've been following them for a little while. So we've just been talking about dad stuff, really. Um, the sort of tagline is we we discuss all things dad, mm. and that that covers you know, a massive range of everything, really. Um, kids, fatherhood, parenting. Um, but at the same time, but not so much, uh, we don't get into sort of um, sports kind of arena because that could be quite dividing. <laughs> but we'll, t- we'll talk about hobbies and we'll talk about health, fitness, mental health, just how, how you're doing basically and how you're getting on through lockdown and how the kids are managing. And obviously now the world's opening up a little bit. And um, I've been doing it for a little while now. So it, the conversations have just moved on and progressed um, mm. naturally into other areas. And we talk about music. Um, you know, I've had a couple of guests on that aren't dads, but, you know, um, have plans to be one day. Or, you know, one of them was even said, you know, he said, I haven't got any kids, but I'm, I'm a dad to two bulldogs. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. And, and I'm, I'm the dad and I'm talking and it's my sort of, friday night release and we just had a chat about music because I, I used to go to school with that particular guest and we, mm. we played in a couple of bands and things like that and we were just catching up oh, that's cool. and uh, that was it really just get conversation going with people um and and sort of encourage dads and men to talk more mm. that's uh that's the long-winded version that's the that's the version <laughs> we like on the show we like we like when people can just yeah be long-winded i mean that's that's my whole thing is only ever asking long-winded questions um but it's it's wonderful you know your shows um i really enjoy it as well and because you've been doing it for over a year now it's you can hear the the progression and things like it, as I, I said i think when i was on your show um before it was like like from the start it's still really good but yeah even it's getting better you know sort of the momentum's picking up and one thing i've said many times on this podcast and other podcasts i've guessed on uh guested on is that when you get when you listen to a lot of podcasts that's cool and you can start certain conversations with a few people about podcasting but then when you actually start podcasting it's weird how quickly you meet so many other people and certain individuals you speak with you know on a weekly basis or whatever just sending messages every now and then or more frequently and there's other people that you don't speak to that much but you have the odd interaction with uh, and there's certain people i know who i just i don't really message but every so often they just come on my show and we have a catch-up you know for yeah. an hour or so um so it's just like it's, it's one of those weird things that i think that people who especially when you have podcasts like yours and mine whereas you have to have a different guest each time as well so you kind of have to get to know the person you're going to have on before having them on in a sense you know at least if you know they've got a podcast, generally speaking, you at least listen to some of it, you know, just yeah. so you get a vibe of who they are and what they're kind of about. Yeah. So it, it, it's one of those unexpected things I've thought about when, like, I, I'm sure, did you, with your friend podcasting, did they talk about the community element of it or what kind of, did you have any idea that you'd make this many connections as quickly? 
Um, not initially. Mm. I uh, obviously I was hoping to. Mm. Um, in terms of more follow followers, I'm following more people making more conversation just on social media with people, dads, mm. podcasters, etc. So then that potentially turns into more guests and more things we can collaborate on and do things with. Um, but not initially, not initially through speaking to my friends, theirs was just um, sort of three three mates mm. joining up over Zoom every weekend during lockdown, having a few beers and just talking all sorts, really. Yeah. Um, sometimes they have a topic, other times they just talk rubbish. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I've had episodes like that myself. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I think I've, it's... As I've, as I've gone on in the process of doing it, I've got a little bit more relaxed. I've had a little bit more fun with it. Um, obviously, early ones, you think, oh, I need guests. I need to create some sort of interview-style podcast. And, and you can can almost make it a little bit too more, too formal. Mm. And um, I started off a little bit that way. I could have a big pad of things to talk about because I thought I don't want to leave dead air on the podcast and... and uh, I need to be asking questions all the time and it needs to flow. And then uh, after a couple, I just thought, you know what? We need to just relax a little bit. It's, it's you know, if I was meeting up with uh, mates or a couple of dads and I bumped into somebody in the pub or in the supermarket or well, not in lockdown, but in the supermarket or a cafe, you'd just stand and have a chat, wouldn't you? And it, yeah. 20 minutes, 20 minutes would disappear and on you go with your day. So I thought maybe they're a bit more relaxed and, and just sort of see where the conversations go. And uh, we've talked about all sorts. Um, I mean, last time we spoke, we we ended up talking about um, bread and butter and toast, and <laughs> um, that conversation came from nowhere. We we uh, we discussed a little bit about um, male evolution, mm, we <laughs> did father, fatherhood evolution, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure we butchered it. But I mean, nobody's <laughs> <I> think so. <laughs> nobody's told me so. We're we're, we're okay for now. <laughs> and um, you know, I've talked I've talked to blogs about football about sports about music and um crosses crosses the sort of generations a little bit as well because i've spoke to some people who are slightly older than me and dads and they've got teenagers and um whereas i've i've still got quite young kids um Mm. so the conversation just tends to just open freely really and just flow and uh, i feel like that's a little a little bit easier for me yeah, I don't want to ask. There's two, there's two paths I can ask you here now. It's either where you're where you're recording from, um, or something else. I'll I'll go with the recording from because I've written a note about the other one. I'll yeah. try and remember to go back to that. So okay. when we last spoke, were you in a room of your house and now you're in a shed? Like just vaguely let our listeners and me know yeah. why the change out of interest. Yeah, um, last time we spoke, I was in the dining room, uh, and that's that's generally where where I record. Um, but sometimes with the baby um, now being around or, or if he's awake or, you know, he's teething or he's not well, he, he can have a bit of a habit of uh, starting to scream halfway through a recording. And even though I'm downstairs in a d- different room with doors shut, uh, it does pop up on the recording sometimes, which uh, I do my best to edit out on my podcast. But I thought with me coming on somebody else's, oh. I'd, uh, I'd go to a quieter space. And um, yeah, yeah. Uh, a few months ago probably the beginning of the year as well maybe march time um because we haven't long moved into this house um i put a I, we got a shed for my wife because she she uh 
she does. This is where she lives. Um, no, she does. <laughs> Lock uh, her in the shed. Every night. <laughs> <laughs> she does arts and crafts, mm. and um, she needed a space to store all of her stuff, and mm. and you know somewhere out, away from the kids, um, little fingers touching things. So, um, but I insulated it really well, knowing that she doesn't like the cold and she's going to have to use it through the winter months. Um, and it actually turns out like a, a really good little podcast studio, and I'm quite <laughs> envious that I. I've created a nice podcast studio and I can't use it. So um, on the nights where I think there's potential for the baby to be noisy, I've, uh, I've started coming down here. <laughs> and that's why it just looks like, you know, a bit of wood panelling at the back and some insulation board on the ceiling. Um, but it works quite well. I love it. I, th- I think it's great. Like um, me and Megan, we're looking to uh, buy a house next year and we've already started going to house viewings. We've spoken to a mortgage advisor, gone for all of those sort of bits and pieces and got money saved and et cetera. And um, yeah, we, we, we've been viewing houses and things. There was one place we saw, which we didn't get to view because it got snatched up immediately. And it had a little shed that had uh, power in it. And I was like, oh, that could be. And Megan said as well, she was like, if we got this place, even though at the moment we're more looking than actually uh, specifically going to buy, if we found the perfect place, then we could. Yeah. But it's more early next year we're kind of looking to. But we are just like, oh, wouldn't it be nice if I got a nice little shed and I had it nicely insulated and then I could just be in my nice uh, podcasting studio when Megan was doing whatever. Yeah. We're planning on getting a, a dog as well next year um, once we've got a house. And it's like, if we get a dog and then a loud boy or, or loud girl, but you know, uh, <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like, do I want to have to keep editing noises out in the background as well? So I'm actually, I mean, this is, this room's fine, but occasionally you get people because I'm in a flat upstairs stomping or yeah. if I don't know, something like it's right next to a main road, like there's a window there. So it's, uh, some ambulances and whatever go past, but having a nice little shed, it's, it sounds, I'm envious. I'm going to come over to your place and start recording genuine chit chat in your shed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. More than welcome. Sneaking uh, in the middle of the night when everyone's asleep. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've got a garage as well, which is detached from the house. And uh, we don't use it for a car or anything because it's in the back garden, mm. essentially. And that was going to be my little man cave because that's, I had, eventually I got that in my old house um, mm. I could turn the garage into a man cave slash gym mm. and uh, it was a good little space that I had for a couple of years and then we moved so I was going to do that in this garage here I was going to partition it off and have half uh, all the rubbish that can't be in the house and goes in the garage and I was going to have a little section at the back that was um, had a door and panelled off and I could have a little man cave slash recording podcast studio and uh, that was that was an ideal little plan but Ran out of time, lacking in money after we did the house renovations, and the the roof has has got a bit of a leak to it. So I I didn't want to spend money on insulating it all and, and boarding it all out and then putting you know electric equipment in there <laughs> for it to potentially leak and ruin everything. So yeah. I'm going to wait until next summer and hopefully I can re- replace the roof and 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 create that little space of my own there. And it's away from the house again, so you don't get the noise. Mm. And um, we're we're in quite. a a quiet area around here a sort of i guess the night time or late evening it's mm. um there's not a lot of traffic and, and not a lot of noise going on um that's cool i have so. interest not the specific address because i don't want you revealing that on a podcast but whereabouts um in the uk are you i think i asked you this before but i've completely forgotten yeah i'm in cheshire in the northwest right i see yeah um, so it's quite it sort of in between you know uh, have you ever heard of crew yeah 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 so it's next to Crew. It's like mm. a, a couple of miles outside of Crew, and it's in between sort of quite busy town and rural areas. But yeah. it's all starting to merge into a bit of a 
I don't know. I think they've put an application in to become a city, but I mean, I mean, I it's it's not. <laughs> well, the interesting thing is the only difference uh, between a town and a city is in the UK is a cathedral. If a town has a cathedral, it becomes a city. Except for Plymouth and Southampton, which I'm from Southampton, um, because Plymouth and Southampton are two towns that have such huge populations, they just gave them city ships. Without right. needing cathedrals, but every other city is just a city because it's got a cathedral. I wasn't aware of that. Mm, it's interesting, and I found that out a while ago. And I recently looked up like the differences between a church and a cathedral, and a what's it? I almost said a basilica. There you go. I almost said basilisk. Yeah. Then I was like, that's a har- that's not that's a mythical being, not a, not a type <laughs> of church. So I've looked up things about that as well. But I'm trying to remember what the differences are. But it's the differences between a church and a cathedral are very slim. I think one's just got more of a living space and things and then there's like there's all kinds of different varieties on holy buildings and what makes one one and not the other and if it's got a priest in it or a bishop or what and it's just like i don't know i'm just a <laughs> i'm just a moron when it comes to this sort of thing <laughs> I, I wouldn't i couldn't tell you now if if we had a cathedral we've got no. a load of ch- churches and all that but i'm not mm. particularly re- religious so no um, me neither. i mean the only times i'm in them sort of places when somebody gets married there it's a christening or somebody's died unfortunately so yeah it's uh i know a lot of that's the same for a lot of people but um yeah we don't yeah. go there every sunday it's not something we no. uh, we do but no we, we don't have that either i mean i do love i will say i'm not I'm, I'm not a religious individual at all um but what i do love is religious architecture i, uh, yeah. I love it when you go to like um spain you've got la cathedral i can't remember what it's called what it is but it's the one that's always being rebuilt with the yeah. scaffoldings and stuff um there's, there's that and whenever we go me and megan go anywhere we always like to go to like in italy they've got loads that are beautiful just all over that you just go to any slight like even a small town they've got just they make especially because italy is quite a religious country yeah it's just even if you go to like mosques and things in in other countries as as well or even in the uk i just you know i've said before on the podcast i don't believe in god but how beautiful buildings are that are religious buildings is almost enough in itself to be like how did they make this before you know when you get the really old ones you're like yeah. how did they make this before modern day sort of uh, technology and it's like that's almost more of a convincing argument for god than anything else for my opinion not to not to say to anyone that they can't believe in god or anything like that it's just for me personally i did when i was younger and don't anymore but i, I just the buildings i love them i think they're absolutely incredible yeah it's like you say when whenever you go on holiday and you go abroad or even in this country i mean there's always somewhere some form of religious building and they're mm. usually really good for wandering around or taking pictures or you know when you're allowed to and uh, like you say in italy um i've got uh, i'm half italian so i've got family that live in sicily and mm. uh, the churches and uh, everything over there is just uh if it, uh, my family comes from a small port town mm. and it is really small really it's a uh, um working class fisherman's village really is what it started yeah. off as and um but the church there is beautiful mm. and and the big oversized doors and the windows and you know and that and that at one point the the port town was really run down but the the church was the place that always sort of seemed to get the money and and they always kept that looking nice and then obviously everything else comes back full circle and catches up a little bit but um yeah and even well even graveyards, which is a mm. strange thing to, to to like to wander around, but I mm. I do like to wander around. And where I used to live was right next to the cemetery in 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 the town. So 
um, every time I took the dogs out for a walk, we used to go through there. Um, and it's just really, I don't know what the word is, but it's its uh, nice and peaceful, as you might expect. Solemn, maybe? Yeah. Um, and, you know, looking at some of the old gravestones and you're looking back to, you know, years and years old and uh, you can still read the dates. Yeah, yeah. Some of them are hundreds as well, yeah. in, especially yeah. in England. Like there are, there's the old gravestone you can find and it's like, older than the Declaration of Independence. You're like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're not, I want to clarify to any non-UK listeners, that's not really common. It's not like you go to cemeteries and the majority are pre that time. It's normally when you've got cemeteries in really old cities or towns and things, it's normally like one or two will be super old and then it kind of yeah. goes out from there. Most are modern, but I agree with you. Like, there's some in Belgium as well from, I think, World War One. that I went to on a school trip and it's just rows and rows of these identical looking graves which that obviously is quite different to a lot of uh, UK graveyards because it's got e- almost every single gravestone is different. Yeah, yeah. Different styles. Mm. Um, you know, and, and look, going back to Sicily, um, they would have the, I can't remember the word for them, but basically with the whole family are in like a little bungalow. Oh, like a <laughs> tomb sort of thing. Yeah, and it's all just sealed up and the whole family just crept in there. Crypt, yeah. Mm. Um and uh, you know you can wander around it, and it's like it's like a little village mm. um, because they're all sort of built up. Yeah. So you just wander around, and it's like a miniature village. It's strange, but obviously you're still wandering around a, a cemetery. So mm. interesting. I do like I do like places like that. It's always interesting as like a th- just how humans celebrate life and death and deities and things like that. Worship in a lot of ways. Like not all cemeteries yeah. are religious, but it's just all of those sort of. Um, elements but I, I want to actually ask before i forget um which was the other pivoted conversation uh, i mentioned slightly earlier was on your show have you had grandparents like someone who is a grandparent talking about being a grandparent on your show um or granddad if we're going to be <laughs> specific no not yet i don't think so no because yeah, like, i've listened to a few of yours was i don't recall it but i didn't want to be like you need to do this and you'd be like yeah that was episode four was like, oh that was one i missed you know <laughs> i was actually when i first prepared my list of who was potential guests when i first started i was potentially going to interview my dad mm. um but it's never never got around to it and uh he probably would do it but i don't know whether it's his thing it's particularly it talking for the hundredth episode or something or some yeah. sort of special event I might have to do maybe like a remote recording of a short conversation and just include that because I don't know if you would want to do like a full interviewed style type thing. Mm. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm always open to speaking to granddads or stepdads or guardians or whatever, you know. Mm. That would be interesting. And the sort of some of the difficulties that come with, you know, because I can imagine being like a, a stepdad to someone would be quite difficult like if they're really really young and oh, i mean this is going to go into certain places but like obviously it depends on the situation you know if it's something tragic like the father passed away and then you are with the mum from very early on yeah. then that is a slightly easier transition than the dad's still about and the kid's like 13 and they've split up the dad and the mum split up in quite unpleasant circumstances and then yeah he comes, so it's like that, there's quite a lot of i mean being a dad in itself is as you've as people know, but also you do talk about in your podcast, it's got so many uh, unusual challenges, I think would be the term, yeah. like things one wouldn't, not just being a dad, being a parent or guardian, but, you know, being yeah. that kind of figure. It's just things that pop up that you wouldn't didn't really plan for or expect, but that's the whole sort of point of the, of the podcast is to have them conversations, talk about them 
as normal as possible and make people realize that it's not an issue it's not a big deal or you know if if you've experienced something as a parent or as a father then there'd be loads of other people that have probably had the same thing or very similar and that was the kind of thing really because i think you know generalizing a little bit but as men we can we're not good at talking necessarily and Mm. um when we do talk we don't always talk about the right things and and you kind of have to find the bits within the information of what we're actually saying Mm. sometimes we are just talking rubbish and we are just having a laugh and other times we might be saying actually i'm having a bit of a crap time and uh you've got to pick out that out of the information because some some blokes won't just come out and say that so Mm. um you know by people willing to come and have that conversation with me and me talking about my own stuff in general then uh hopefully we're spreading that word a little bit that you can you know let's just talk (laughs) Mm. yes it's a good way of putting it in things it's yeah because there's certain individuals it's almost it's quite layered like everyone is different in themselves anyway but in this is once again we are both speaking in general generally from what i've experienced with women is that they are more open to discussing their feelings with other people where and men usually aren't quite as much even many friends of mine you know they they are still an echo it's a modern man they you know aren't misogynistic or anything like that or any sort of of the traits one associates with men going back decades and decades and decades and decades even potentially centuries not not that level but still if they're completely progressive in certain elements still to the degree of the modern man they aren't receptive to talking about their feelings very much and as you say you know even i've got three brothers and they each only discuss feelings in certain ways normally two of them only do it when they're drunk and then one of them will only do it in like really small doses and if you try and push it and be like oh you ask a bit more information then it would just be like no you don't get you don't get anything now for yeah a short while and it's yeah yeah i haven't really thought about that yeah and uh, you know i i like to think at times I've, i can be the, the friend of the group that can get that kind of information out of people hmm. um sometimes you know it's backfired sometimes i've tried to have the conversation with the wrong person who really did, wasn't ready to have a conversation and uh you know maybe i thought i knew him better than i did and and it backfired and he wasn't happy about it but you know that's that we tried to have a conversation didn't work we'll talk about something else (laughs) (laughs) yeah that is quite yeah i think with um i think a lot of men as well very good at conversation diverting like my my brother told me um my one of my brothers is or both of my brothers by blood have both remarried so they're, they're on their second marriages and one of my brothers on their first marriage, he said, you know, when he broke up with the person, he was telling people about it and things and everyone's like, oh, how are you doing? You know, why did this happen? You know, all these sorts of things. And he was like, whereas when he was telling this to me and he was like, where is your dad? We, I called dad and I told him and he's like, oh, that's I'm really sad that you've broken up with him. Yeah. Did you see the Speedway results? And like, is in and Speedway for anyone who's mainly in America, I would say, uh, who doesn't know Speedway is motorcycle racing. That's the sport of choice for my dad. And it was just that, and then my dad basically never spoke about it again. Like yeah. if my if my brother brought it up, or if in conversation, you know, inevitably in a conversation there would be discussions on who my brother was with next and what was going to go on with living or whatever. But like in general, it was like he never brought it up. He just talked about something else, and he was like, "It's a weird thing because part of you wants to talk to dad about those things, but equally part of you is quite happy he's not talking about it because you've just told the same thing to twenty different people, and it's quite refreshing for someone not actually." 
necessarily to care as much as everyone else in some yeah, ways. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a tough thing. And uh you know, I've had some people I've asked if they'll be interested in being a guest on the podcast and have a chat. Hmm. And a couple of people said a very similar thing, and that was that, you know, well, basically along the lines of I don't think we need to talk about them type of things. Um basically, you know, it's uh mm. Dad should just get on with it. Men should just not really talk about feelings and stuff. And I was like, no, that's fair enough. I'm not <laughs> gonna I'm not gonna push it. No. If you don't want to do it, fair. But um yeah, I mean it's not always that we're sitting down having a deep conversation and I'm I'm you know asking for your innermost uh, complex thoughts because <laughs> you know I'm not a therapist. But um if you want to come on and moan that your kid is doing something in particular that's really driving you around the bend um, over the past few weeks, then I could probably tell you something that my kid's doing as well. Mm. And uh, we'll just have a little moan about it. And then we'll probably end up talking about something else like DIY or bread, <laughs> bread. Yeah. <laughs> or, or cemeteries and churches. Cause that wasn't on the list for today. No, and, uh, and uh, you know, we'll just, that's how it starts. And then we end up on something else. And then, by the time the hour's finished or however long it takes, we probably both feel a little bit better after the conversation. It's a bit like exercise. Hmm. You, know, you, you don't want to do exercise, but the days that you force yourself to go, generally you feel better afterwards. <laughs> yeah, because we spoke about that on your show, didn't we? It's those times where it's like, you know, you have a certain guest on and you were excited at the time to invite them on and they say yes. And you're like, oh, cool, cool. And this isn't every time, but on the odd occasion and that you've just had a busy week or whatever. And it's just like... I could probably do without doing this. And then you do it and you, before starting up and things, you're like, okay, this is going to be, you know, I'm going to be tired or whatever. And then as soon as you start, you're like, this is great. This is why I do this as a choice and as a hobby and things that finishes. You're like, why was I thinking this wasn't, you don't even think consciously this isn't going to be good. I think it's just kind of somewhat human laziness. It's even yeah. when you do like anything, some, even th- something that you're really excited about, like a gig or something, or like, 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 I really love this band. I can't wait to see them live. And it gets to you like, can't really be arsed. I want to stay in. But it's like, but I, I paid money to go yeah, and see yeah, these yeah. people. You can, you can look forward to it all week. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it's the highlight of your week. You can't wait for it. And the day finally comes. And you just think, oh, I can't be asked to travel to wherever it is the gig is. And, book into a hotel or whatever and and then I've got to go out and be surrounded by people I just want to finish work and go home and do my nighttime routine and go bed but you know you paid for it you got to go to the gig um yeah it's similar we've had similar conversations um <laughs> you know but then as a you know doing this podcast taking it sort of semi seriously um I do, do take it, it seriously I do take it seriously of course but um you, you don't there are them days where you might feel exhausted yourself and you're just struggling to get yourself up for it. But then you you feel like you've got to do it, but then you also feel like, well, am I doing the listeners a bit of a injustice by coming on half asleep and, and not, maybe I'm not really myself and I might not get the most out of the guest and all that, but then can't keep cancelling people and putting people off whenever you're tired because you're not going to run out of guests, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> so a bit of a balance. I suppose that's, you know, that's one of the things as we've carried on, I've sort of questioned um, myself in terms of, you know, committing to podcasts and then something, you know, even something like the kids are ill, can't be helped and probably mm. need to rearrange. Yeah. Um, but it's that feeling of letting people down or, you know, people, you know, it, 
listeners don't necessarily come easily on a on a new podcast or a small indie podcast, do they? So mm. the few people that listen every week or every month or whatever, you don't want to let them down by putting rubbish out. <laughs> <laughs> well, on my show, sometimes I do. <laughs> I've put stuff out that I thought wasn't as good as other stuff and mm. it went down really well and people enjoyed it. Mm. I think, you know, that's the whole thing about, are you, are you a, um, do, do you sit yourself in one lane and you're, you're a formal interviewer of a podcast or are you just someone who can have a bit of a chat and a laugh and it can go anywhere. And, you know, the, you know, listeners come from, coming from everywhere. Mm. They're going to pick out the bits they like, aren't they? And they're going to find bits in it that they want. And you just kind of have to, sometimes cover all bases but also stick to what you started with and the reason you started as well yeah i think a lot of it with podcasting especially is trying to be this is going to sound so cheesy because on my own podcast but be genuine like <laughs> but like yeah. my show uh just in that way like one of the things i used to hear about when i used to listen i still listen to scroobius pip and joe rogan but like because you know especially rogan because he's one of the, the biggest i don't listen to him like i used to but i do still listen to occasional episodes that intrigue me yeah and people just say like one of the best things about rogan is like look i'm not a big fan of like miley cyrus's music necessarily <laughs> excuse me i'm not miley cyrus is not yeah i've no, i don't have a problem with any of my music i just don't like men, much of it yeah. but when she was on rogan's podcast i was really interested to hear what miley cyrus for three hours had to say about general life and that sort of thing and it's with a, a podcast like his like if I got paid the amount he did, or even probably 1% of the amount that he did, or even 0.0001% of what he got paid, I'd probably be fine uh, to do that. But like three hours is a very long time. Yeah. And it's very, very difficult, unless you're specifically playing a character, to be, to somehow uh, be disingenuous to the audience. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Lord, that's a horrible noise. So I was writing down my own coughing, disgusting noise. I need to do that. I need to practice that. Yeah, I I, I normally I'll write it down with a notepad. Yeah, because yeah. I I uh, I'll try and keep it in my head. It was it was roughly about there. But then when I'm editing it in two weeks' time, oh, I can't remember where it was. I'm going to have to listen to the whole thing yeah. all the way through. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the only reason I've started taking notes in certain times, or even like I put little keywords down occasionally when like um I cut out snippets as well of conversations. So it's like yeah, sometimes if someone says something, and I'm like, oh, that sounds like a good representation of the conversation we're having so far. I'll make a note, and it's like. Um, you know, with people I've said before, I, when I'm making a note, if I'm looking down, I'm not not interested in the conversation. It's normally I'm so interested, I want to make a note about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but with like Rogan's podcast being like three hours long and stuff, with people even that I'm not even that interested necessarily, people who you don't get to hear from, like Elon Musk or whatever, it's interesting because you can't hide who you are for three hours straight, yeah. really without showing without something to listeners being like he's hiding something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and you you also you're probably a fan of Joe Rogan and how Joe Rogan can get the guest to open up or get the guest to join his conversation. Um, same with Scroobius Pip. Mm. I like that podcast. I listen to that. And um, especially because he's got that kind of, that kind of background of, of coming up and doing his music, but coming up and doing it all sort of himself. Yeah. And self-produced and self-made. And then the, moves into podcasting. And I think he's got the most of the people he talks to whether that's musicians, actors, other podcasters, comedians, they've all got that kind of similar story and background. So before he even starts having a conversation and asking them questions, they've got that element of familiarity with each other, mm. that they've got that background to build on. And it, whether that's just a good host and a good pod, good, good podcasting in general, 
I seem to think that 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 helps in uh, in him getting the best out of his guests. Um, but I suppose with podcasts as well, your guest has got to want to come on your podcast, haven't they? Because it's mm. not um, it's it's not your your publishers or anything sat in the background saying, "Oh, you're on Good Morning Britain this morning." <laughs> uh, you've got to promote your book or your DVD or whatever it is. They've got to want to come on your podcast, haven't they? And uh, mm. whether or not that's um, on a big scale or small scale, but it's they've got to want to do it, and and you've got to be up for it when they when they agree to come on. I haven't. I know you've you've spoken to some people who've a bit out there and a bit with a bit of name, or they've worked in you know they've worked in film and stuff, and and maybe you might think, oh, they'll never say yes to coming on my podcast. But I've never thrown my net out there and asked anyone. I'm, mm. I'm not that's, that's that I think is a bit too unattainable. I've not tried yet. Um, it's a weird feeling. It, yeah, how does that work? <laughs> it it you have to basically understand that one in probably 10 will even respond. That's probably the big part of it. So like when I had Claudia Gray on my podcast, which is probably the first, I mean, I had a few musicians on that were big in their circles, but Claudia Gray being, she's a Star Wars author. And so she's written quite a few Star Wars books and she's in the You High Republic books as well that in that realm were quite big. And when I messaged her, I also sent messages to about five other authors I really liked and only her uh, publicist came back to me. And then from there, they were like, oh, cool, you're interested. Well, she's got a new book coming out and you obviously like Star Wars a lot. So it'd be cool to have a conversation, you know, we'll double check with Disney and you have to send the questions in beforehand. But so from that, yeah, go ahead. And then that worked really well. But there's been other Star Wars authors that I've been trying to get for about a year and I'm in contact with their publicists. But because what generally happens is there's certain guests there's certain guests that have like a maybe a quota of some sort where it's like okay we need to go on this amount of podcasts and talk about your book on this amount of things but then when it's star wars or disney or marvel or anyone slightly higher up the the chain of popularity then it becomes okay well these 10 podcasts they get this amount of views so we're going to reach out to them yeah and then it's kind of like the the author can only do maybe one podcast a week and they only yeah. are going to do it for half a year so you've only got a finite amount of spots and then you just have to wait till the next kind of cycle but most of the time you don't even get a response so yeah. a lot of the time it's kind of easier in that way because i feel like if they said no to everyone the question with them would be like oh why not you know <laughs> uh but it is it's worth out it's worth trying i mean it, it's also tr- what i'd recommend to people is trying to be creative because like there's um for example i had a uh, paolo villanelli on my podcast who's a comic um artist and he does stuff for marvel and currently does a lot of stuff for star wars and it was a really cool conversation with him and the way I got to speak to him is that I'm in contact with two people at Disney, one of which with Star Wars authors and one of which is trying to be comic book stuff. But the comic book staff person isn't at the moment even responding to emails, which is fine. They're busy. They've got stuff to do. I don't hold anything against them. But trying to go through that route, I was trying to talk to Paolo Villanelli through this individual yeah. and they weren't really responding to me, even though the other person at Disney gave me their details. I've spoken to people through them, but still. And it's just like, that so I was like, oh well, how else can I talk to Paolo? And it's like, well, he's on his Twitter, but he barely does anything on there. Okay, and his me- and on Twitter, his message button is off, so you can't direct message him. He's not on Facebook, or I'm not going to find his personal Facebook profile. A page of his isn't on there, and no one really uses it anymore. But on Instagram, he uses it quite frequently, and he doesn't. He's got a fair amount of followers, but it's not like hundreds of thousands. So I can't imagine he's getting private messages like every day or anything. So with him, I was like, oh well, I'll I'll go on his Instagram. And I've, well, I liked a few of his things. I tagged him in a few things a while ago and he liked the odd thing. And so I was like, okay, 
So then I messaged him and yeah, he was really up for it. So it's it's one of those things where there's certain avenues you can try and they won't work. And yeah. the, the worst you'll get is a no. And as long as, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you won't be because you're very pleasant to speak to, but like if if you're going to be a dick about it, then obviously not. If they're going to say, oh no, sorry, I don't want to. Not, why the hell not? My podcast is great. But it's like, no, don't, no, don't do that to any yeah. listeners. Any, I'm talking mainly to <laughs> listeners. Don't do that to people. If they say yeah. no, no matter what reason they have for it being no, you won't be able to convince them to say yes in a message. That no, you yeah. won't be, <laughs> unless you're the best salesman ever. Well, then you've got to have the, the opportunity and the time to do your sales pitch, haven't you? And uh... we well, got to be Rogan. <laughs> Come on my show, and you'll be instantly famous the next day. It's like maybe I will. You'll sell ten thousand copies of your book if you come on my show once. Let's do it. <laughs> that's, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interested. I mean, maybe that's maybe that's in the plans for next year. Mm. I'll um, try venturing out and asking a few random people yeah. that, uh, that are also dads or that are involved in some form of dad stuff, groups, whatever. Mm. Whether they want to, whether they want to join. Well, follow account is a big thing, like because there's certain guests who are. You know, I'd love to have here's an example: Mark Hamill. Obviously, I'd love to have him on the podcast. There are podcasts ten times bigger than my podcast that would probably yeah. pay him to arrive, to go on, and he's just so cataclysmically, massively famous that although it would be a dream, there's there's no point even asking. Yeah, you know. Whereas people slightly lower down, it's it's different. So I'd say, yeah. live your dreams, shoot for the stars, but <laughs> maybe think about the best, the highest, and move it down a smidge. Because I would want to talk to everyone involved with Star Wars ever. But if you look, if you also look up and be like, if you type in someone's name and you don't see any podcasts with them at all you can probably assume i if they're quite small you think oh great opportunity they can come on my show but if they're quite big you're like they're just they wouldn't do it anyway they're not gonna do it yeah yeah but try it. I, I think it's it's a cool podcast of yours and it's the concept is simple enough to be interesting without you having to explain something mental it's just like i'm talking about basically parenthood and being a dad and those sort of things like your normal elevator pitch and i think i think you'd be surprised how many creators especially yeah, want to come on like as I said you comic book artists or authors there's loads of people and I think you could do it yeah I believe in you I'll start venturing <laughs> next year, New Year's resolution get a big guest <laughs> no. yeah I'm sure you'll smash it <laughs> well I wanted to ask actually because you mentioned uh, your band or a band that you were written so I, I don't think we've even spoken about music before so and I'm always interested to talk to people about music so you were in a band how did that come about what were you doing in the band I was in a school band mm. um long time ago now i played guitar oh. <laughs> rhythm um <clears throat> always had dreams of being a lead yeah um but the other guy that was in the band with me was better than me <laughs> practice more <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he was lead i was rhythm um yeah we were just kids at school playing about his his like years ago when my dad and his mum were younger um they played in bands around the sort of local circuit mm. and knew of each other um you know back in what would it have been the 80s uh, there was much more of a local music scene and much more of a circuit and they were venturing you know doing battle of the bands and things up and down the country and um that kind of stuff mm. and uh, they knew of each other and then we ended up at school together and naturally sort of drawn to each other's sort of music tastes and we both did music in in um GCSE and uh, I mean it wasn't real I mean I've been around some schools now and they've got a full-on studio and proper music set up and and the whole kit and it's amazing um we didn't have that ours was a little bungalow at the back of the school 
and they had a small room with all the computers and keyboards set up that you had to do sort of your your coursework and your assignments on and they had a little rehearsal room where the drum kit was sort of wedged in the corner three or four guitars and a couple of basses none of them had a full set of strings on them and um we just used to go in there and make a load of noise and the teachers at lunchtime and the teachers used to come running across saying you're not allowed in here at lunchtime you're making too much noise and um we did that quite a lot <laughs> Um, we did a couple of sort of school shows, but it, you know, and then my mate went off and did it at college and he'd been in a couple of bands and stuff and done some production work. And I unfortunately didn't go to college and do it and um, just stopped practicing over time and wish I didn't because now I'd be able to sort of play some good stuff. But uh, yeah, I just kind of left it where it was and um, went to watch bands and listen to music rather than trying to play it and be in a band. Um <laughs> Which, you know, looking back, it was a mistake. Hmm. I'd, I'd, I'd love to be in a band now. I, yeah. I think when I was younger, I had quite a little bit of stage fright and I didn't want to be in a band on stage and, you know, do pub gigs and that. And just, I don't know, I wasn't keen on it, but I'd be the guy stood at the bar having a beer listening to a new band um, much easier. And uh, But now looking back, I, I'd, I'd love to be good enough to be in a band and, and do a few gigs and that. I think it'd be great. But um, yeah, I've still got a couple of guitars and I've, I got my son, my five-year-old, into I got him one last Christmas, a good little guitar. And uh, he likes to bash it around the house and drag it around the house. And he's he's more into his um he's more into his costume than he is playing. He's five, but I mean he, he puts on a good show. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's I think if he carries on with it and perseveres and practices, he's either gonna be in a punk band or like a glam rock band. <laughs> nice. Because <laughs> he, he's all about the show and the front from ship so um we'll see where it goes but i mean uh yeah i need to practice more really i need to find time i just haven't got time yeah i mean that's instrument i tried learning guitar when i was younger and i I learned keyboard i did a couple of grades of keyboard uh when i was younger as well but i i it requires a lot of patience learning an instrument and i can get frustrated if i don't pick up things quite quickly because certain things i can pick up really quickly and i'm feel i'm like yeah i'm you know, Billy Big Bollocks, I can feel I don't have to practice and I'm immediately good at something. When I'm not, yeah. it's like, oh, this takes hard work and effort. Yeah. And it, whereas like, you know, I, I can, I self-taught myself quite a few things, but like when it, it depends what pace you go at and things. Cause like, you know, whenever, whenever anyone picks up a guitar, you just want to be able to play your favorite songs ever immediately. And it's like, you can't, unless you're some sort of musical God or child prodigy, you just can't do that. So yeah. it's a lot of patience. And I've thought like, if I want to, exorbitant amount of money on the lottery or something and i just had nothing but time i would probably eventually pick up an instrument but i'd probably learn a language before i'd pick up an instrument now i think because i think they're both similar ish in the sense of the kind of time you have to invest and how committed you have to be yeah. and you have to keep at it um but what sort of music out of interest what sort of music do you uh listen to do you show does your five-year-old like respond to a lot of the, the music that you like to play <laughs> I've been asked this a couple of times. I did a couple of podcasts around music. And, no. um I always say it's a difficult answer to give hmm. because I've, I can, I can, I, I can't, I couldn't do it right now, yeah. but given a little bit of time, I could probably name a song from most genre genres that I like. Yeah. Or that I might listen to on some sort of weirdly long playlist. And, um, but yeah, a bit of a mix of everything, but I suppose really at this point now it's sort of, classic rock slash bit of metal and um 
obviously being my sort of age, uh, indie, indie rock and indie music as well, because that's what I was listening to when I was a teenager and I still listen to it now. Um, but then I also like a bit of punk, a bit of country music has crept in over recent years. And, um, yeah, don't mind a bit of blues every now and again. Nice. I'd, I'd really quite like to be, um, that old, that old blues guitarist, you know, with some torn jeans and some tatty boots, um, sat in the corner of the pub, just, uh, riffing away um he's really quite good but doesn't know how good he is you know i'd like to be that old guy <laughs> but yeah, I'm, occasionally muttering into like just a couple of like just a little yeah. few things here and there and then playing yeah. like a little thing for like two minutes and then just yeah. one line of lyrics again <laughs> yeah and um i'd like to be that old guy in the corner of the pub yeah but um again probably takes a bit of time and patience and they've probably been playing for years and years which you don't see all that kind of stuff do you um no <laughs> but yeah music wise a bit of all sorts and hip-hop and rap as well and my sort of favorite my favorite sort of music really is the ones that their influences come from different genres mm. so you can hear that within their music yeah now they, they might fall into the category of rap or rock and but you can tell that they listen to Metallica and uh, whoever else. <laughs> no, I know, I know what you mean because there's, there's a lot of pop artists I like who like more. Like I like, I like basically every genre of music, or at least like a few bands from every genre. So the way I, the widespread of my music taste is probably similar to yours, but I go to the extreme end as well. I like. I like death metal and metalcore and um, like post hardcore and heavy punk music. And then one step away from that is, you know, hard rock, classic rock, metal. Um, like I've seen Metallica live and things like that that I like, but it's like, then one step away is an indie. And then one step further is probably like pop. And then one step away from that is kind of like hip hop and things. But I do like some classical songs as well. So it is quite a mixing pot. And I think I'm the same sort of mentality as you, which is that I like. I like it when you get heavy metal with symphony orchestras and things. I I love a violin. Yeah, I yeah. think violins are incredible. Megan loves a lot of things similarly, but Megan is more of a brass band's person. So she loves trumpets and a bit more scar sort of stuff when it's incorporated into pop. Whereas I'm slightly more in the symphonic and metal, but we both love a lot of music of just artists that combine a lot of different things together. Yeah. My mate, my mate's big into uh, scar. Hmm. Um, and he, he probably is one of the reasons why I sort of got into it and listened to it. Mm. But we've we've listened to ska bands and been to see local sort of shows with, with ska bands and stuff. And um, I just like, I think it's just like energy music. Mm. I mean, if the music's got energy and there's something about it, whether that is a shredding lead guitar or a vocalist that really goes for it and takes you with them or, you know, a decent drum solo and, all that kind of stuff. It's just energy, and and that kind of draws me in. Hmm. Um, equally, well-written songs. Yeah. Um, either or, and you've pretty much win my listen. <laughs> uh, um, so, yeah. But I mean, if you look through my playlist, I mean, you you know, I listen to Motorhead quite a lot. Mm. I like Metallica. Yeah. Um, I listen to Deep Purple. Mm. I listen. To- I was going to say Deep Purple, one of those bands where it's like, it's if people don't know, like, what's the best thing about Deep Purple is the guitar work is some yeah. unfathomable level. It's like top tier, probably top ten yeah. of some of the best guitar solos ever. Yeah. Megan's dad, his that's his favorite band. Yeah. <laughs> Funnily yeah. enough, yeah. And um, 
I was just listening. I listened to Planet Rock quite a lot, and I was listening to them mm. yesterday. And Tony Iommi is actually he's releasing some new music. Oh, really? Um, first time in eight years, I think it was since the yeah. last um, Sabbath album they did in was it 2013 somewhere around there. Yeah, that, was and, that the um, God Is Dead one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, he's yeah. Ju- he's just starting to bring out some new music, and you know, you think, oh, is it going to be any good now? <laughs> but you listen to it, and it is. It's, <laughs> it's just like listening to Sabbath. I mean, it's still. Tony Iommi doing what he does so it's still good and um, but then you know I'd listen to one of my other favourite listens is Yellow Wolf who's a um, a rapper yeah a rapper yeah from Alabama lives in Nashville mm, he's Mix, pretty good mixes the styles of he can he can rap he's a good rapper but 100%. he also mixes his uh, his, his um, music up with a bit of rock and a bit of country and a bit of hip hop and all sorts so I, I'm drawn to that kind of that melding. type of art, artist, really, yeah, that mixes a bit of a few things. And um, yeah. to me, I've like I said this before on one of my episodes, before we had kids, we used to go out quite often, me and my wife, and we'd go out for a meal or we'd go out for a drink. And wherever we were, if we just stumbled into a pub or a bar that had some form of live music coming on, whether it was just a solo artist or a band, I'd always like to stay and listen to see what they were like. Mm. And I'd always give them a bit, you know, a couple of songs. Just have a beer and have a chill and listen to the music. That's my idea of going out and enjoying myself. Really, lovely. I'm not one. I'm not one for hitting the clubs at three o'clock in the morning and no, and, you know, the dance music and that is not necessarily my taste. So that sort of stuff wasn't really on the agenda. But um, live music and and that's I like that. Mm. This is you say it's the energy thing, isn't it? It's it's the thing is music. Music is so much more about a feeling. Like I had a discussion on my show. Uh, a little while ago with a friend of mine called Jack and we were talking about the music and movies and it's like with a movie you watch it and you can basically generally speaking explain why it's good why it's bad and sometimes you can convince someone a bit more to appreciate a movie more or less sometimes someone can watch a movie and go I didn't get that at all blah 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 and you go oh well actually it's because of XYZ if you rewatch it and think about it this way and they do that you, go, you know what you're right whereas if you do that with music they listen to a song sometimes you go you know the reason that's good because the violins at this part sound amazing they do such a great thing with the chords they go okay and they listen to it again they go nope just doesn't yeah. doesn't really change like with i think music is something that is repetitive like you as in you have to have it to get into something you don't like you have to listen to it quite a lot yeah and a lot of people don't want to do that like with music i find that it's it, there's growers aren't there like there's certain bands you listen to you go not a fan of that and a mate of yours really likes them and you're like i don't get why you like that and then a month yeah. later you're like this is amazing how did yeah. i not like this yeah we've i did um i did an episode with a friend um the friend who's actually interested on being a guest on your show actually, mm. as well um and we talked about music and he's the one who's into um scar mm. um scar punk reggae all that kind of music and that comes from his dad that he was into it before him and um we did a an episode where we did a music chat about what he likes and how why he likes it um and also we did an album swap um so I gave him Yellow Wolf as being one of my most listened to artists. And he gave me uh, Streetlight Manifesto as, as one of his favorites. And um, we, we had to listen to, to listen to the album that we chose for each other for about a week, um, four days. And then as part of that episode, we sort of reviewed it and gave our thoughts and, you know, what track stood out. And I liked this part of that track, but I didn't quite enjoy these three and Mm. if they were more like that track i would have probably stuck with it a bit longer that kind of thing um we haven't done it since we said we were going to but we just haven't got around to it but i think that's that 
that's giving yourself that opportunity to to repeat something and listen to it over and over because you're like, well, I know I've got to review this on Friday, so I've got three days. I'm I'm going to play it at least once a day just to give it another chance. And then even if you never listen to it beyond Friday, it doesn't matter because you for the purpose of the review, it's done. Um, but you know, some of them some of them tracks that I listened to from that album from his album he gave me are still on a playlist that I've got. Yeah, um, one or two of them still on there. So, um, and it wouldn't wouldn't necessarily be something I would be drawn to straight away. But um, yeah, I just I like music. I uh, I wish I'd played for longer, hmm. practiced more. But uh, and now I've got kids, I just haven't got enough time. Yeah, I feel with playing music and stuff it is is one of those things where it's like oh, i'd love to be able to create music and stuff like i've thought about that element as well like me and megan we just sing songs to each other all the time and just sing little melodies where she'll say she'll say something to me and then i'll hear it but i won't respond intentionally and then she'll say it again and then i'll just say it back to her like again and again but in like a little rhythm when i'm t- stomping my feet yeah and like singing it at her and then in between me saying it she'll say something else that's like a response and it would just be this little funny silly thing and it's like Music is such a weird thing because when you're in, like when we're in the car together or something, if one of us is in a bad mood or sad about something or anything like that, we've got a little playlist called Sing Songs and it's just a, probably about 200 songs. We both, I one of us knows all the words to or thereabouts or at least yeah. the chorus very well and the other one at least tolerates it. But there's quite a lot in there that we both love and we both sing a lot. And it's funny that just singing to music together can really, like it releases serotonin, I think it is, or endorphins, one or the other. And it's just like, it feels good and it's like singing uh, music is just such a feeling and like there's certain people i know who are like yeah i don't really just i don't really like live music much and i'm like have you ever been have you ever seen a band live have you ever actually gone to a band like you actually really like the sound of and you've actually gone to see them and you haven't been you know shit-faced drunk yeah. or on some sort of horrendous drug that you've tried for the first time ever and you decide to go into a really packed pit it's like no why would you why would you do that yeah. <laughs> like go somewhere you want to see be in a good state of mind if you don't want to get in the you know the crowd don't just be somewhere comfortable and listen to the music and you can you can feel it especially when you see certain bands live you can you can feel the bass in your chest and you just the energy of the place and it's just it's not like anything else is it it's, it's incredible yeah yeah, and and you know the the really good bands, well the really good musicians will always mix it up and have a play about with it. So if you've seen them a couple of times, they'll mm-hmm. do the same song slightly differently, or they might bring a guest out, or they'll just fill, you know, the, just the bits where like the singer goes off to have a coffee or a, go to the toilet or whatever, and the drummer will just fill, and and like that's as good as watching a gig in itself. Yeah, because you you wouldn't you probably wouldn't get that on a on an album these days. Um, you know, five minute drum solo, <laughs> would you? Wouldn't no one's going to pay for that? Um, but a gig is part of the show and it's part of the thing, isn't it? Mm. Um, you know, a lot of people will run off to the toilet or the bar at that point, but what are the chances that you're going to see? You've paid to see this band. What are the chances you're going to see a, a professional like that who's willing to, you know, just play about in front of you? And yeah. It's incredible, and and your idea with the album thing, I've got to say, is is a really good shout. It's a uh, it's it's a cool thing. Me and my brothers often, all three of my brothers, I've got two by blood, one by law, and we're all into music. But like, I 
I probably have the most diverse out of all of them, like, you know, where I said I like I like metal and rock and this sort of stuff, as well as rap and pop and all that sort of stuff. Like, one of my brothers specifically likes, you know, two or three of those, and then another brother likes two or three of those as well, and then another one likes all of it, bar these yeah. two genres that he despises. And it, it's one of those funny things where just, like, me and my brother sometimes, especially during lockdown, wouldn't necessarily call each other and talk, but we just occasionally send each other songs on Spotify. We don't even yeah. say anything about the song most of the time. Just it's a Spotify link. And then you go, oh, at some Try point that. in the next few days, I'll click on it. Sometimes it'll be a song. Sometimes it'll be an album. And you just listen to it and be like, yeah, I don't mind this. Or this is all right. Or I really like this part or not. And yeah, it's it, that, that's a good show. I, I like because when people recommend you stuff, it can be as long as you listen on your terms. I find, yeah, I find that a lot of the time, unless I'm certain of the song, if I send yeah. someone a song, I think they'll like They'll listen to it when they want to listen to it. Whereas yeah. if they're around my house, I play them a song. We have to both sit there quietly listening to it. And although sometimes in the right moments it works, like I have music on the background a lot of the time, but when you're like, you need to listen to this song, unless you're certain, you have they probably won't even like it because they're not in the kind of mood to be able to. They haven't kind of let the yeah. song fester in, in a sense. You're sat there really into it because this <laughs> yeah. is your favourite song and they're just like, I'm not getting it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not feeling, I'm not hearing what you're hearing. I'm yeah. not feeling it. <laughs> yeah, awkward. The night's over. <laughs> oh, amazing. I mean, Jamie, we could go on. I mean, we didn't even touch upon dogs or jujitsu or philosophy or drinking really or anything like that. And we're already at the hour mark. And I think that's a really good point to put a nice little full stop in this uh, because it just means that probably now next year in 2022 because uh, as of recording this and this will be out i think this weekend so it's going to be okay. quite a quite a soon quite a sharpish one because as it gets towards the end of the year i'm recording less and less in advance you know right. early in the year i record lo- a few in advance i'm normally like a month or two ahead and i kind of swap around what comes out when and blah 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 but yeah. as it gets towards the end of the year it's like no, that's just record one and i'll be out this week and then i'm recording one on wednesday it's out next week and it's just yeah. a few more before christmas uh, and then i have a little break but um it's been delightful speaking with you we'll talk again in uh 2022 about some of the other things we've got uh i've got written down you welcome on my show and if yeah. anything else pops up but um please tell people we've been talking about your podcast a little bit and i'll put loads of details in these show notes but please tell everyone where they can listen to you uh where they can find you on social media and any anything else you want to add before we hang this call up yeah um yeah thanks for having me uh, thanks for coming on my show. It was uh, it was good to chat again. Um, Lovely. We, I feel like we've probably got a uh, a third go around that we 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 could we'll keep on the back burner for now. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Talking Dad UK podcast. It's available wherever you get your podcasts, um, all the good places. And Talking Dad UK one is the social media uh, handle, and there's obviously links there to all the other places you can find me and a bit of a merch site and email um if you're interested in becoming a guest you know direct message or email whatever you like and uh, let me know we'll have a chat um a similar boat really with the um what recording in advance hmm. um, um i've got a recording next week um should be on monday um with a a, a guest I've, I've been on their podcast before and he does a new christmas single every year oh wow and obviously through us getting chatting uh and me being on their show is his brother that came on my show and then i went on their show they do a show together about music uh records and bands podcasts so um he's going to come on my show on monday and his new Christmas single is coming out this weekend. So we're going to talk all about that um, as well as 
um, all the dad stuff because he's a dad as well. And wow. um, so that'll be my episode from next for next week, and that'll probably see me through Christmas, I would imagine. Mm. Um, that's going to be a bit of a record and edit in one night job <laughs> just to try and get it out so I can promote it throughout December. Yeah. And obviously it promotes his Christmas single. Um, so that's uh, that's probably going to see me through to the end of the year. And then for next year, it'll be, you know, end of January will be the one year anniversary. So I'm, I have a few ideas, but I'm not sure yet exactly what I'm going to do for that um, in celebration. And then, uh, you know, always looking out for, parents dads guests interesting conversations with anybody really um so you can give me a shout at talking dad uk one wonderful and i would recommend it jamie is a lovely individual i've had so much fun speaking with him it's funny because when you're when speaking with you normally you are really it really flows then as soon as you turn into podcasting mode you're still a little bit like okay now I'm talking about my, here's my email and here's my yeah. social media and is that and it's one of those things that I find this I'm not trying to ridicule, ridicule you I am exactly <laughs> the same I'm like as soon as it's like I'm not guesting on someone's show I'm all natural and stuff and as soon as the, yeah. it's almost like they click the fingers like robot mode engage okay so I've got in your head you're like right I've got to remember this thing and this thing and this thing and this I oh, can't remember that thing what about this thing and it's just <laughs> I do remember in it isn't it you got to remember it I mean I know some people that, that have it written above their computer. Mm. So it's always there for them to read. Like, oh, I should know it because I've been like using it for a year. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a funny thing with podcasts, and it's what I always say to people when I press record, and people who are just listeners aren't aware of this unless they've been a guest before. Which is just like have the nice, natural, normal conversation because uh, I like to get to know my guests somewhat before recording if we've never recorded before, especially or just with like yourself, just catch up a little bit before press record. And then it's like, okay, stop here. Now I have to stop any organic conversation yeah. to press a button and now have to start the conversation again in a completely different way. It's it's a really weird thing. Yeah, <laughs> and it's something I'm still four plus years in. I'm still not fully used to because it's so rare for conversations. You know, normally when you leave a conversation, you stop it to go. Oh, I need to leave your house. That I'm, you know, I need to leave or or the other person needs to or there's something that you're you know waiting for a gig or something there's, there's normally a reason to stop but in this it's like no there's not a reason to stop it's you have to stop to then start the real conversation <laughs> yeah. even though you're already having one it's a very bizarre bizarre medium but please reach out to jamie he is lovely he'll be on my show again and there's a couple of listeners i have who also have podcasts and i'm hoping that you listeners certain ones who pretty much always listen you know who you are reach out to Jamie. Have a good old time. I'd love to hear some of you guys on uh, Jamie's podcast as well, but um, it's very exciting stuff. I've been listening to your podcast for a bit. I haven't listened to every episode because as we discussed on, I think, your podcast. Unfortunately, when you become a podcast and you've got loads of friends who are podcasters, there's not enough time in the day to listen to every podcast. But I've listened to a good handful. A lot of them are very fun. Uh, all the ones I've listened to have been absolutely stellar. So thank you for coming on my show. Uh, thank you for having me on my show. I'll put links to that in the show notes as well. And um, if I don't talk to you before, I hope you have a wonderful Christmas and Happy New Year and all that sort of tomfoolery as well. Yeah, and you. Catch up again soon. And that's the end of the podcast. Thanks as always for tuning in, guys. And make sure you go give Jamie's podcast all the love on the usual social media places. Make sure you rate and review them on like Good Pods and Apple Podcasts and Podcatcher and all those sorts of other places as well. And obviously, you can check out my appearance on there just to get you guys kickstarted too. And also in 2022, I have no doubt that me and Jamie will have another great conversation that we will record for you lovely listeners. Whether or not I'll be on my show, his show, or both, I don't know. But I will definitely be talking to him in 2022, so if that's not a reason to subscribe, I don't know what is.
in addition to that, what have we got coming up then, guys? So I've got another podcast recorded with Jesse McKinnell. He is the author I spoke to a few weeks ago. One of his books was called Dead Cats, and the other one was called Anarchy and Other Lies. Uh, this time we spoke about things that could end the world. So we had a nice, cheery, hour-long conversation on, yeah, potential po- apocalypse situations and those sort of things as well. So that should be out next week, off the top of my head. And then to sort of finish up the year, I'm going to have a conversation with Ben of Star Wars Timeline. I've been on Ben's show four times. Uh, in fact, in the show notes of the last several months of episodes, I've included a link to his YouTube channel because that's where he has his podcast. And it's just a really, really cool long form conversation. We spoke about each of the sequels of Star Wars. So Force Awakens, Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker. We spoke about all of those, the good parts, the bad parts, our kind of thoughts and opinions on them. They're really, really enjoyable conversations. So if you like long form conversations uh, about Star Wars, then that's the place to go. But also he's got loads of little videos and short ones that are specifically about a certain species and those sort of things. But you know, I will talk about all those things when I do talk to him. But please make sure you check out my appearances on the show because it was a lot of fun. So they're the two main guests I've got coming up for the rest of the year. Um, I don't know if I'm doing another UK versus US episode with Moxie. Uh, I don't know about that. I'll have to message her and find out because I know we're both quite busy at this time of year. So it may not be till next year. But also, I've obviously guested on quite a few podcasts recently as well as the Talking Dad UK podcast. I've been on Beer Nuts Productions. I've been on the Hall of Mirrors. I've been on Star Wars Timeline. So as I said, they're in the description as well. And I like to have a little section near the bottom, which has just got a list of all the guest spots I've done and then links to them on Spotify and etc. And, uh, you know, this is another one of those things where I'm going to call you guys out and say, please, could you subscribe to me on YouTube? I've included a link in the description. Currently, the channel link is just gobbledygook. And I want it to be slash genuine chit chat, but I can't do that until I have 100 subscribers. Now, I know almost no one listens on YouTube because you're all audiophiles and love listening on, you know, Spotify and the other podcast apps and things like that. But if any of you do have a YouTube account and you would love to do me a solid, I know a few of you have done that since the last podcast I did. So I want to really shout you guys out and say thank you so much to the ones who have recently subscribed, probably due to me saying about it. But if we could get just a few more of you listeners to do it, it would mean the absolute world to me. It would be so gratifying. But if you don't want to do that, you can obviously share my show on social media and etc you can find me at genuine chit chat on all the social media places and in addition to that you could rate and review my show jamie's show and any other podcasts on good pods on Podchaser, on i think podcast addict does it as well on apple podcasts really anywhere you listen to it you can leave a review because it really really does help the show as well as sharing it telling other people about it and all those sort of things as well and just to add on to my comment about youtube earlier there are certain conversations i've had which have got full video on them as well including my conversation with Paolo Villanelli, including my conversation with Jesse McKinnell and the one I release next week will also have that video as well. And I've also put all my conversations in playlists. So if you listen to a conversation, you're like, I really like, you know, listening to Mike talk with someone about science or talking about relationships or talking about this or that. I've got playlists for all those things. And so you can find them there as well. But I think that's really going to be it from me, guys. Aside from saying, please check out my Patreon. That's probably the top tier where you can support the show. Uh, You can donate money to ourselves. So you can, as as little as one pound a month, you can give to us. And every month we release loads of additional content. I realized that I've released now 75 things on the Afterthoughts exclusive feed. So 75 things. A lot of them are like full episodes that were split in Genuine Chit Chat and things, as well as a couple of book reviews that were early. But the majority of them are Afterthoughts episodes, which is myself and Megan talking about movies or TV shows that we've watched. Some are spoiler-free, some are spoiler-filled, some are older movies, some are brand new ones that we just recently went to the cinema to see. Uh, We've got a few more recorded we've just done. We've done one for Gone Girl. We've got one for Last Jedi. We've got one for the road trip we went on to Scotland quite recently. So 
A wide variety of things there. We're also re-watching the Harry Potter films at the moment. We watched Chamber of Secrets last night. And also we're going to be, you know, doing afterthoughts on those. We're going to be watching some Christmas films as well. So if you want like 10 to 20 minute long episodes that are quite easy to digest, some are spoiler free, some have got spoilers, and just me and Megan just talking nonsense about these things uh, for a short period of time, then please consider checking out patreon.com slash genuine chit chat as yeah it would mean the absolute world to me we've quite we've already got quite a few people on there but you know the more the merrier the more of you that can support the show on patreon uh, the more time i can invest into podcasting and releasing exclusive content on there but if you do that you will get at least one episode of afterthoughts every week and often you will get two as well and a few extra bonus things at christmas and other times of year like that and even in times where i don't release an episode of genuine chit chat due to being on holiday or christmas or whatever on patreon there's always something to be released on the Sundays as well. So yeah, that's my plug for everything. But thank you so much for listening, guys. I appreciate each and every one of you. Go on social media, give Jamie some love at Talking Dad UK One on Twitter and on Instagram and stuff. And uh, just thank you for listening. Uh, I hope you continue to listen up to Christmas. But just in case you don't, I hope you have a great Christmas and New Year. And uh, yeah, I'll talk to you all soon. You have just experienced host, creator, everything else of genuine chit chat and also the host and creator of Star Wars Comics and Canon, found on the Comics in Motion podcast, Mike Burton.